0: They're dangerous because if one of these skateboards or ski boards, whatever they're called, hit a person, they'd break their leg.
1: Even if snowboarding is just another California fad, one season is one too many. You see any compromise in the future at all?
0: No. If these boards become more and more popular, we just like to say that we don't want them at all.
2: Don't do it in the park. I'm gonna radical. trust me boys. You know, pour sugar in the gasoline <laughs> tanks, set the f***ing house on fire, f- your girlfriend, that kind of radical. That's how bad I am. This is what all the fuss is about. Through the grapevine, social media is like you're the grapevine.
0: Dude, it is. So like, well, especially when it comes to snowboarding and how people get discovered. Uh, anyways, this is probably a good place to start the podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll guess, uh, you know, I don't want to do the intro, but I'll do it just for the first few episodes where we're establishing a process here. But. Yeah. Um, uh welcome back everyone to the case it podcast i am your co-host jake hotchkiss i also produce the show um to my left is my co-host colby colby
1: would you introduce yourself hello i know jake hates doing the intros but you sound very good dude. they sound, <laughs> sound good they sound very <laughs> professional thank you I just want to give you some like pops, yeah. man. It sounds no, good. i appreciate it <laughs> much, much love much love man but i am colby skull and i am again so happy to be here. So
2: stoked.
0: Yeah.
1: And our other co-host to the left of Colby is
0: our boy Judah. Hey. Judah. Yeah. You want to say what's up, dog?
2: My name is Judah. Uh, all good things come with a J. <laughs> 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 <It's
0: good. laughs> Dude. But, uh, you know, I'm sure this is something we can all relate to. But do you guys ever get, like, frustrated that, like all of the who's who and the what's what of snowboarding these days gets dictated through like Instagram clips. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you ever go like, Oh, come on. I wish there was like, cause Instagram clips are so, I don't know. I put out a lot of clips, because I film with a lot of homies, and yeah. I like just pumping them out into the void, but at the same time, I wish that I had, like, a YouTube channel or something where I could, like, make, like, an edit for, and the edit could live there,
1: and it'd be like, yo, yeah. have
0: you seen the edit? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because, like, a clip just, like, disappears into the void. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, it lives exactly. on your profile, but I don't know. How do you guys feel about well, that? Well, I,
1: I think, yeah, with Instagram, it's, oh, it's, it's very difficult. There's, like... There's two sides of it. I think when you uploaded a clip to Instagram for snowboarding, it's like the niche, hard, core group of snowboarders who will judge it very harshly. And if it's not proper, the trick's not right. They're like, eh, it's bullshit. Or like the people who kind of like snowboard casually. And they're like, oh, that looked dope. That was cool. Yeah, They'll like that. And I think there's like when it comes to, like, certain resorts. So if you don't have a – if you don't go to a big resort where a lot of people are looking at clips from there, it, it's only mainly core guys are going to be watching, yeah. especially park. Oh, yeah. So, like, you just got to, like, kind of get a, get a good group of people you know watching it or, like, that will check it out and like it. And once it gets a little bit of traction, someone who's kind of casual, like, yeah. oh, this has a, some good amount. That was cool. I like that. And then it starts getting more traction so everyone kind of around kind of likes it. and then, Yeah, okay. And then you can there start, you like – the more clips you start pumping, more people liking it, then you can go on YouTube because YouTube, it's like, yeah, that's that's like the the void. The void there is crazy. (laughs) It's like, there's, there's, like the big snowboarders in the world posting edits on YouTube and it's, and you're
0: competing directly with them. It's the internet. It's like democratized access to information so anyone can go anywhere and look up anything at any time. You know, it's not like there's just one place to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be a goal with this podcast and this, you know, channel. I'm, I'm imagining right now. We haven't released anything yet but i'm hoping this lives on youtube and i'm hoping the youtube channel gets enough of a following to where we could like make and post edits out there like of us or the homies or that type of thing i don't know that'd be cool yeah yeah
2: Yeah. well i wanted to mention was uh speaking because we were talking about you know small town places and small resorts and like you see all these videos you're like damn like and it's almost like a gatekeeping kind of thing because you're like i want to go there i want to hit that i want to see that and that's how bogus was for a very long time
0: oh dude i believe it like i've i've only been here for the last uh two and a half years so like i can't i ima- i I'm literally i'm incapable of imagining what it was like beforehand you yeah. know uh i'm sure it was like a much tighter knit like core scene and probably more gate keeping i don't know We let's not name names but like dude tell me what that was like because the guy's yeah. never been here before one,
2: one thing that trips me out was remember, i remember being like 10 or 11 I was riding I was like I want to ride every weekend we got the $10 rental pass deal with Mountain Dew and get the gas station thing it's a thing that everybody in my family looked forward to and like I just remember like doing jumps and hitting rails even though I can like only hit boxes and do 180s it was one of those things I was like god like this mountain's fucking big like I'm just, why is there not that many people yeah. up here and then I remember like one time like this guy he got his pass cut because he did a backflip and I was what? like what Wait, why? Dude, what no, the, yeah. not at bogus. Yeah. <laughs> you? and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, what the hell? And then my he bro-
0: sauced on him too hard and got my his brother. Pass yeah, cut. my brother was like,
2: "Yeah, they they won't let you do backflips here." And I was like, "No <laughs> way!" And we're with this guy, we're like, who by the way, it's just he's just an athlete. This guy that we're with is an athlete, like. Literally, he was a running back. He was like a football player, running back. Went to like D one, like Duke, can get on anything and just do good. on He's it. one of those boys. Those rare
1: breeds, or yeah, just like yeah. Good at everything. and he yeah. can just
2: and he hucks. He doesn't just like jump and hit j- rails and jump. Like he fucking hucks. Like he does the rails. He does the jump. Full send before he does, the term he sends came around. For yeah, for every aspect of the mountain riding, and uh, I remember Skipper Schuur came up to him. And like, "You're gonna get hurt, or you're gonna hurt someone else doing that. Could you try to be aware that we don't tolerate that. We don't allow that." And my brother's like. It's literally just us three. Like, what the hell? Like, we're literally, like, in the middle of BFE on this mountain. We're yeah. between some trees. How'd you even find us back here anyways? Dude,
0: and the ski cops. We were just fucking hot. ski patrol, We dude. were just
2: hiking up <laughs> to hit this jump. And yeah. me, I was just, there's so much snow that I was just hitting to hit it. And you'd be better at, like, just jumping and kind of being more comfortable with the airtime. And my brother and him were just, like, hucking off. And this one guy just does, I don't know what it was. It was, like, a back three, like, almost kind of like a, like a. Cork. like a cork yeah and, he goes uh, like
0: inverted and shit yeah it was sick yeah.
2: and he like kind of like stalled out a little bit like tweaked and like posted it was hard and yeah dude found, found us and i was like what the fuck is this you know and That's now ridiculous. and then now like it's like oh dude we we advise it we want you to do stuff we want you to enjoy the mountain and like i remember hearing about all these resorts and i'm like do i wonder if like all these crazy ass resorts like especially places in like utah
0: oh yeah dude utah or especially like I've heard rumors. I don't know if any of them are true, but I've heard rumors that like that at Brundage, like they just don't like snowboarders there. Uh, I've heard I've heard rumors of people like on a snowboard like binding in just getting like shoved over. But this, I, like like this, I said, I don't know how true that is. I'm gonna is. tell
2: you. I'm gonna tell you real quick. There's a place in Utah, and I was like no and my fiance you have to understand like her family and her they've traveled they've been uh, they've seen shit they're like
0: Like a ski family right that's like one thing they do yeah like as a squad like we're
2: going next weekend with her family you know yeah it's cool i'm actually like really privileged she's like i'll buy your pass i was like dude that's sick what a fucking cool going through some financial shit right now but like dude all right i'll take that you know yeah and uh they're talking about this like resort where like it was no snowboards were allowed zalta I I know I, I I don't know the name. But I mean, it it's could, in, it's in Park City, Utah.
0: It could be Alta. Like I, I I wouldn't know either. Like honestly, I don't have like access to the finances to go like yeah. travel and ski and stuff. I would love to, but I'm more of a bogus basin guy. If you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Well, the thing I was gonna <laughs> mention was I. Uh, Cause I was like, there's no way, like, there's not a single snowboard allowed. And then yeah. her mom was like, well, no, like, they have, there's ski patrollers that on on boards. There's people, like, there's people that ride snowboards, but yeah. they're affiliated or work or volunteer at this resort. That's the only exception. Oh, but if you're up dude. there with a day pass <laughs> and you, they catch you on a stick, they're gonna be like kick rocks, and like holy shit. Yeah. Well, I think it's I. There's a
1: video, about like I know back now that's how it is now. But I think it's Alta. I'm
2: I think it is Alta. If you don't Alta. get
1: I, but I remember there like there was like. Two four years ago, you cannot be a snowboarder regardless of what you're doing up there. Like, two to four years ago, yeah. As
0: recently as that,
2: yeah. yeah. There's still places like that. there's places in Europe like that. Well,
0: well it's like well, gonna- Europe. I mean, those guys. You know, they like to give us shit as Americans, but like, talk about regressive. Back They've to got- back
2: world champs, baby. <laughs> USA. USA, USA, USA. By the way, oh, American but. American riding is better than European riding. I said that, and I'll never ever take that back. <laughs> Dude, I'm a s- best I mean, riders are from america yeah, sorry I, hey I, I, uh, uh, <laughs> that's a little controversial know, oh,
1: man no i I'm, i think canada has has that i don't know i think canada has the best right well, can't
0: i believe you oh, but okay, like yeah. also canada's just like diet usa you know i i heard some statistic that like 85 percent of canadians live within 15 miles of the u.s border most of them live in toronto th- yeah that th- exactly dude but any- anyways USA, baby. That's where <laughs> <USA>. I'm from.
2: <laughs> I
1: mean, I'll claim I'll, I'm claiming USA, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I will say to
2: that agreement, you are not, like, there are a lot of good Canadian writers. There, there's, a, 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 there's a few writers in Japan that are just like... Oh, my God. Dennis Bonus from Russia. You got or whatever. I don't even yeah, know. Japanese, no. dude, Japanese like, dude. He's so good. And then there's this dude from Australia who... I don't know how... If I wish I could say his name. Were, Scotty... Scotty? Scotty, um...
0: Uh, I don't know. Let, but, let me, yeah, he yeah. Had,
2: the, there are a lot of good riders outside of the realm of the United States. But when yeah, oh, it comes sure. to, like, actual, like, events that that are put out and, like, tournaments and, like, certain occasions, they're all, like, like the Mountain Dew Tour just happened.
0: Yeah, that's a Once U.S. Year, thing. In, yeah. in
2: America, X Games, Aspen, Colorado, Big Air. M- Big Air is usually in three places, and it's, like, they had one. Like, Sean White hosted one, it was like the Sean White Big Air. Oh, tennis. yeah, it was like a festival, but they usually have them in like Utah. I think one was at like Mount Hood, interesting, then, yeah. And then th- cool. there was another one that was in uh, it's like um, oh, Breckenridge, Colorado, yeah.
0: I hear that's a popular one, yeah.
2: Dude, well, that's the thing too, with like
1: uh, it's so subjective about who it is better, subjective. what's what it, is right, better? it is true. It's like, well, okay, what do you guys think about
0: uh, you know, I was thinking about like the progression of the sport that we've seen, I don't know, in the last let's say four years uh, or so where I dude, it feels like I'll be up at Bogus and there'll just be like random people throwing sevens and nines and backies off like the claim jumpers and it's just like, so the, our sport's progressed a lot. It's progressed really fast. A lot of people have gotten really good. Do you guys think that has anything to do with like the proliferation of social media, and just like, do you think it's maybe because like these insane clips get posted and they get oh, spread dude. so far so fast, and everyone's like,
1: fuck, yeah, dude, dude, 100%. Yeah,
0: I like, might be able to do that, and then they go out and try. Where otherwise, like, it might just be only like a select few that like buy a video and watch a thing, and go like, oh, wait, I could do that. And yeah, I don't know what. How do you guys feel about the progression that you've seen within our sport over the last few dude, yeah, years? I think you know
1: the. the- <laughs> It's crazy because, yeah, I think Insta- like Instagram, I- anything, it's, like, so accessible to anyone nowadays that, like, a snowboarder who's just starting out can see someone hucking a, a dub, double back, double backflip, and it's just like, oh, okay, I think that's doable. Versus yeah, and like, it's
0: just, like, some random guy on Instagram. Yeah, versus, like, you know?
1: if they never saw that clip and they just started out snowboarding, them seeing that it's possible is, like, oh, well, if it's possible... It could, depends on the person. They're yeah. Like, well, I saw it done, so I know I can do it. Versus, like, if they never saw someone do it, they're like, well, double backflip. I don't, I've never even, y- yeah, it, done a turn before. But it's like, For sure. if he's able to do a double backflip, like, I can figure it out. They can out make, a
2: make it look effortless and they're like, okay, he can do that. I can kind of do it. Yeah, I
1: could do it. If they're like already an athlete, like, it just, like, and then it affects more people. More and more people see, oh, it's not that hard. Everyone's doing it. You know to hear like, Trip? Yeah, you know dude, yes, trip? please.
2: Is, uh I was talking about this, and I was actually talking about this with a girl that I was met this last time. Uh, hey, dog. We love you. And uh, <laughs> she's like, she's one that talked about Gimel and God being like the most athletic. Oh yeah, and, you know, that's she's, right. Dude, she's yeah. like, she's a she's a snow girl. Like she's snowboard. She's awesome. She's badass. Shout out to you, hey dog. Oh, yeah. Shout out. She's one of the girls I went to Vegas with. She's super fun. Rock but, and roll. Um, she was like talking about like just like the history of it. It's like it's just crazy to think that like when snowboarding happened, you know, like the technology of snowboards. Obviously, they're way fucking different than they are today. Oh, Where yeah. But there wasn't as much Big pop. Time. It wasn't as much pop off of them. wasn't enough. Nowhere it was two, near, There was yeah. so, like, wide and, like, very, like, they wanted to hold you up. So more surface area, the better kind of thing. And she's like, it's just crazy crazy thing. Like, these boards themselves were well under technology, you know, technology that were, like, they just weren't as advanced as they yeah. are now. And then, two, riders, you know, just kind of like how you're mentioning it. Like, when you see someone, you're like, okay, like, I want to do that. I want to see it. Dude, I think, like... A 360, 540 was, like, first place gold medaling in the halfpipe. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, like, like, the Rail Jam, no, I don't think the Rail Jam became a thing until, like, the early 2000s, which I thought was a weird. Like, they always had rails, always did, like, street features yeah. and stuff, but when they started adding in, like, tournaments and stuff, yeah, that was, like, kind of, like, okay, wow, like, these guys are putting out... They're doing like
1: two seventies on that. Were before they were like, oh, I thought you could just board slide in fifty fifty, but they're that was doing it, yeah. spins. They're doing lip sides. Yeah, they're doing like presses and shit. They're like, oh, you, there's a lot of shit you can do on a rail. It's yeah. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Well, they were talking about this on the bomb hole, but uh, I think I was listening to the Jamie Anderson episode that came out recently. Yeah. But what they were saying was she's a beast, by the way. Dude, yeah,
2: she a beast. She's, a beast. <laughs> uh, she's one of my off oh, top. Dude, she's been one of my like I looked up to her as like a writer. Yeah. Just because she was so confident. She was like free spirited and just like, just go for gold.
0: Well, her story's fucking sick. I encourage everyone listening to this right now to stop this podcast and go listen to Jamie Anderson on the bomb hole because she's the fucking goat as far as, you know, one of the goats as far as women's snowboarding is concerned. My personal goat's Hannah Beeman. Shout out to you. I love Hannah. Yeah. It's (laughs) because she rides a war (laughs) pig. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: But dude, like fucking tech and snowboards, man. like speaking of war pigs, like that's. That's the board I ride, and they're like lacing carbon in there and patterns and shit to get more pop out of the stuff. And, like, anyways, what they were talking about on the bomb hole was that, like, riding, competition riding, uh, specifically like big air, slope style, and freestyle, is sort of getting to a point where it's like they're throwing 1440s and, you know, uh, and it's just like you can't even like keep track of like the rotations or tricks or inverts or spins anymore. And they what they were saying is it'd be cool to like include like a feature I don't know like some sort of like butter pad or something that's like purely just for style in a run with the jump where it's not just like technical difficulty alone. Like what would you guys want to so like style see? points. Yeah, style exactly. Style
2: points. I think style. I think like the I honestly really loved it because it's new. It's like this third year that he's had it, and it was the uh, knuckle hook. And, by the way, Marcus Cleveland was, like, my favorite snowboarder. Yeah, dude. And uh, he's, like, kind of, like, the reason why the knuckle hook became a thing.
0: 100%. And, that's, like, his event, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: and, it, and it's just kind of funny because I was like, damn, this guy created an event. didn't even get first place. You know, Zev took over. <laughs> but Zeb but won Shout with out to Grace and Style. Like, he didn't just win with, like, he did some sick knuckle 540 off, landed yeah. switch. He, like, did some style points. You had the homeboy, yo, post up down there, put your board up on that 45. I'm going to hit off as a ramp. Yeah. 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 Did an under tuck back lip or what? I, some sort of did, I don't flip? even know what it was. And I was like, <laughs> I remember watching that and I was at work at Bogus and I just threw my phone. I was like, I'm quitting this sport. I swear. <laughs> they, they can't keep doing this to me. You know they can't say? get away with this. <laughs> they can't get away with this. But yeah, like it's gotten so like and that's kinda like the snowboard thing, like, you know how you were just mentioning, like, the war pig and how like, you know, back in the day, like, there wasn't as much pod, there wasn't as much shit. Yeah, it was well, just like
0: hunks of wood and I but dude, I heard the fucking like the original like forum boards were like it was, like, the cool shit to ride, but they were so underpowered compared yeah. to, like, the rest of what's out there. Yeah, yeah. The
2: snowboarding started with, like, actual surfboards, and they just, like, wow. just, yeah, like, that's kind of, like, how anything starts. It's, like, they just yeah. take a piece of wood from a bark, like, bark of a tree and, like, up, oh, right on this, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, people back in the day, in the 1800s, you see kids riding on sleds. Mom, look, I am going to stand on it, you know? It's kind of, like, create this idea, like, wow, and Jake Burton, rest in peace, you're a legend, you're awesome, you're amazing for everything you've done. And we owe you, you so much. Uh, I owe my life to that guy, dude. He, I respect literally everything that that guy has put on for everything that we stand for and everything we're talking about. Yeah, hell and yeah, brother. He created a brand that not only is like the world's leading snowboarding company, but is also like the mogul for other snowboards and snowboard brands. That kind of like okay. I like what he's doing here. Let's let's do something better. The
0: industry leaders, it set yeah, the bar and exactly. then be constantly fucking raising it. I think that's sick as frick. And while I've I've never ridden a Burton board myself, that's
2: the first board that I bought, and yeah. it's
0: fun. Honestly, the channel thing a little weird to me. The step on things, I don't know. But you guys are pushing the envelope, so I, well, I've got nothing but here's praise. The thing, yeah, the, the, let's the hear. Step on.
1: Before, yeah, okay, well. Going back to what you were saying, you were asking about, like, what we can do. Okay, the, like, the Olympics, and the, I'll, I'll get back to this step on, but the, the, the like, the Olympics and the X Games, like, I feel like they're kind of behind with, like, incorporating style like, oh, dude, features. If, if
0: you compare them to, like, Natural Selection, yeah. they ain't got shit on that Or, like, Peace
1: Park. I don't know if you've ever seen yes, it dude, with Danny yes. Davis. Yeah. Like, the shit he's doing is crazy. Like, but the Olympics and the X Games, I feel like they're so, like... This is, like, this year, too. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the train wreck with the, the X Games this year. No, I With, didn't. like, Young what was, Gravy. What was going on? It, it was, snowboard it was Jesus.
2: cringy. I watched it. It was so fucking Dude, cringy. it's just,
1: that's so, di- like, that's a whole different episode. I'm but just going <laughs> to be honest, and
2: honestly, judge me like you want, you got, those guys were fucking, excuse me, language, they were just dumb. Yeah, it was, They were uh, dumb. And Cash rally yeah. was there. The little oh, girl. yeah. Oh, yeah. She, I, I have Cash's it on video. Clip. I have it on video. Like, it was dope. Like, I ha- I watched, I am just watching it, just, you know, and then. They're like, "Oh, special guest from Boise, Idaho, uh the Rolly family." And then I know this guy um like not personally, but I met him a few times at bogus and yeah, his So the reason why they have such a big following is because of her and how cute she is and like how funny and spunky she is yeah, and she of sings and she's like, "Uh, ah, I'm going to hit the lip," you know. And then yeah. uh, her his brother was like an uh, like an X Games, X Games me- yeah. medalist, yeah, you know. And I was like, oh, shit, like, damn, he's, like, really has been around. He's kind of has been over the place when it's in a sense of, like, the community of snowboarding. And he's not about the gatekeeping. He's all about, like, the love, the you know. And these, oh. like, interviewers are, like, talking, to like, sending Steve's these year away right now. Yeah. It's just yeah. they, they – they, they tried did, yeah. too hard. Yeah, they
1: – what fucked up is, I don't know, you know, Todd Richards. He, he like, talked about it a little bit and how the X Games is so disconnected from the <laughs> snowboarding community. And so and it's because X Games – they got bought out they, they sold oh and so i believe these, it these new people came in and kind of tried to take over like oh i got an idea let's get all these tiktokers in because oh that's the new thing
2: yeah that's oh no boy thing.
0: but you can't run the country like it's fucking la everywhere
1: yeah you know you just Young can't Gravy's do it
2: performance <laughs> sucked ass i'm gonna be honest i i kind of like, like, what like what his music like is... i don't get down to it like i was like yeah, he's a musician he's he's an artist he's doing something that a lot of people are liking but it's like it's not, i mean i don't listen to young gravy like there's a few songs that like i can know the words yeah. to cuz they're famous yeah. but he like put out a show and i always think it's so weird when artists perform outside of the concert realm cuz it's like like it's kind of bad like yeah, future like future sang at a football game and it was tony it was tony montana and it was so bad i was like honestly if i was at that game and i heard that i would like i would boo him <laughs> and future is one of my top 5 favorite rappers oh my but if God. i saw that i'm like dude no like stick to the, stick to the concert stage, yeah. not yeah. to the, and like, I get what they're doing. They're trying to, you know, like you want me to sing, you have to like, okay, oh, bet. You know? Well, dude,
0: oh, there's course. like a huge paycheck involved for that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could say the same for festivals, but like one thing you guys may or may not know, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I used to work, uh, in the production world. I was a sound guy for yeah. nightclub and I went yeah. to school for That's audio, right, yeah. but, um, I used to, I used to. Playing a band and I got it while I was playing in a band, I got to know like promoters. I got to see a little bit of the insides about like how the whole industry works and literally like, festivals or like award show performances or like like the v- vmas or whatever the only reason why anyone does that's for because there's giant paychecks and it's because it's so corporate and the artists i bet you dude if like it's young cream. gravy yeah cream. It's, it's greed but it's like no
2: cream cash rolls everything around me man That's oh all, that's yeah cream. <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> but I, uh, dude, I bet you if Young Gravy was in this room with us, he'd be like, "Yeah, that fucking sucked too." You know, like he looked like he agreed. wasn't having a good time. Yeah. yeah, you know, poor guy. I hope he paid his way, uh, his kid's way to college though. Yeah. with that. Well, you I know?
1: mean, that's the going back to it though. Like, just. That's like an example. It's like they're disconnected. Like, and I, I don't think it's just like the promoters of who get people and try try to get people to watch those games. I think people like who actually set up the course are kind of not really. They're kind of in their own lane. They're they're stuck to this certain way of thinking. Like this is how it needs to be. This is how tricks supposed to be done. Like they don't really understand it yet. But I think it's starting to change a little bit. But. The Olympics are just as bad. They, they don't really know like there's a lot of shit that went wrong this last year with tricks yeah. getting thrown and knee grabs and you're like what the a knee grab? Like what? And they're yeah, like scoring that, higher that, for yeah, knee yeah, grabs. Like, that oh, was I yeah. saw the grabs, fucking the slope thing.
2: style competition and it was uh Marcus, it was number, uh, Marcus, Mc, Mark McMorris and um someone else and it was like the top three. And I, I'm pretty sure it was Mar- Mark McMorris. It
1: was. It wasn't Mark McMorris. It was. Um. he was a dude from uh, Canada. He's. Um. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. But he. He had a. He got a. Uh, he had cancer.
2: Oh shit. And
1: he came back from it. From for because like, he was doing chemo and doing a lot of stuff recovering good for from him. it. Fuck yeah. cancer. But he, yeah. he was ev- eventually able to come back because he was a very good snowboarder. But yeah. yeah, he was doing. I don't think he was even meaning to do the knee I think he was just like tucking to flip and it got the knee grab and I think he he did something something crazy and there the judges scored him higher versus what? some guy who did a similar trick, but was actually grabbing. But I think it was like one rotation less. And Dude, that that's definitely whack. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. Not, I'm fu- I like wack. functional. I like functional, cause like that kind of bothered me. It it rubbed me the wrong way because it's like the sport is like it's getting criticized by functionality, by create create creativeness. I can't even say the word right now. Yeah. And Creativity. Just style <laughs> points, you know. Yeah. And, like. Everything was going well. Then that was like the final three. It was like the final three people, and they were like, "Okay, like this is it. Like, y'all are meddled gold, silver, bronze. Yeah, whatever you guys get, you're gonna get medaled. You can literally just go straight down. Not even hit, you're gonna get medal. What? Yeah, that's a little wacky, dude. Well, well, that's always how it's been. That's like the yeah. new rules because they, they don't want it to last so long because there's so many events in the Olympics. Yeah, especially in Winter Olympics. That's just, a good people don't realize point, how how dude. big the skiing, snowboarding, snowmobiling. There's I so many dude, dude, ice racing, ice hockey, dude, like it's baller ball uh s- ski ballet. Ski ballet was oh, like yeah. one of the things back in the day, and they're apparently trying to add it back. Which I'm not gonna lie, I'm all for because it it's kind of crazy. Dude, it looks goofy
0: <laughs> as hell, and I I want to see it. I mean, it'd it'd be the dope. Olympics so bad. It'd be dope, I think. But but, uh, but
2: with yeah. riders now, dude, I think it'd actually be kind of cool because they would kind of add that. Like, you know how many people can butter on these skis, and I see, I'm like, damn, like and they could do that shit. Like now, I think it'd be smooth as hell. Yeah,
0: just get a pair of Armada wet noodles and exactly. fucking you know go to town. Dude,
1: put a bunch of like knuckles. Get some like, ski blades yeah. on there. <laughs> like a, a very mellow like like bunny hill, but just put a bunch of like knuckles, and they just like practice doing like butters all yeah. around. Oh yeah. Well, dude,
0: I mean, uh, knuckling is something that because could add to it. Add I, to well. I've been a bit of a coward when it comes to like doing the big boy jumps in the park. So, like, back at my home resort, what I do is I just go down, pop off the knuckle, get a tiny little bit of air, and float down the landing. Yeah. And I, dude, I love knuckles and rollers like more than anything. That's yeah. like my comfort food for fucking doing it. Yeah. Anything, any feature on a snowboard yeah. is like those long, floaty, like you go fast and you're in the air. You're not, like, high up in the air, but you're in the air you're for, like, grazed. a long time. Well, you Don't can control
1: completely how how high you want to go off the knuckle. Yeah. Like, and if yeah. it's a good landing, you can literally pop just as high off the jump off the knuckle and still land
2: fine. That was the first knuckle that I hit in, like,
0: two years. Oh, the one from the clip that we put out today?
2: Those, yeah, I haven't... I haven't you have to understand, I, like, over, I over-rotated and messed my back up, and that's why I stopped doing jumps. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that makes sense. I fucking... So I, I got screwed. And then... Yeah, Dude, it sucks because, like, I was riding with these guys, which, by the way, one of the guys that I was riding with, this was, like, my second year uh, up there at Bogus, and one of the guys, um, he was sponsored by Signal Snowboards.
0: Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob, you
2: might have been Bob telling Abrams. about. You might have, good. Dude, yeah. genuine dude, n- mindful, just really nice, and he's also, he's one of the photographer filmers, was at The Gathering. He mm-hmm. was, like, doing oh, photography. Yeah.
0: You definitely yeah. have told us but about this I was guy in the before. tournament with
2: him, and him and I were, like, chopping it up. And it was kind of nice at the tournament. Everybody was kind of like supporting and like hyping everyone up, which was something I'd never seen. In that it. is a rare and vibe. I was like, dude, like, and I was the last one to go. And they're like, oh. dude, like, came up and like, he's like, you got this. He's like, right behind me. And I was like, I didn't even know these dudes, you know? And I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. One of the dudes from Gateway was there too. One of the kids. Oh, yeah. how cool. Hell oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. And then another guy I knew from like a mutual friend, and we chopped it up. And we were talking <clears> about like, he was like, you ever want to do the big air contest happening in two weeks? And I was like, no, like, I don't do jumps. Like I do rails. Like, he's like, oh, you're a pipe whore. And I was like, oh my I God, am I am a dude. pipe whore. I don't I don't <laughs> hit anything else. You know, I don't really hit backside that much. I don't hit deep pal. I don't get, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't really hit park. And well, I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like I am. And uh we were talking about like, jumps and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I don't even hit jumps. Like I just get like PTSD from it.
0: Yeah, oh I feel the exact same way about rails. Like I was kind of, like I was saying earlier, dude. I'm kind of a coward when it comes to like h- actually like hitting proper features on a snowboard. Like this
2: guy can hit both, and I'm like, hey, that's sick. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fuck dude. Shout out to Colby. Yeah, shout out Colby. But it's dude. it's 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 awesome. I'll see it. And as I'm getting older, you know, I gotta yeah. just be more noble and honest with myself. I'm like, you know, I can't do yeah. what you do. But I love to see everyone else do it. Yeah, of course. And like, I was not, I, I was dude, I feel the videos. exact
0: same fucking way. Like, that's why I film is because, like, you know, I don't really want to be hitting the rails myself, but I think it looks cool as shit. But you're motivating other and,
2: people, and I yeah. think that's one thing that people. It's like one of the misunderstood ideas of like filming is how like greatly appreciated your work is. Yeah. And no, yeah. well, it's because I like watching people's videos. Yeah. Like, I was watching his videos, like watching some of my videos. I was like, bro, like, I love snowboarding. But more importantly, I love being in the community of snowboarding. Like I love, yeah, seeing it and like visualizing myself doing what they're doing, and just be like, ah, you know, like I wish I could do that, or I could do that, or maybe I can do it like this, you know. Oh, if if I were to do in the same trick, maybe I would tweak this, you know. But then I'm like, I'm not in the video. I'm not doing it. Oh uh, yeah. But I still, am like, I love it though. Yeah, of I, course, I, dude. I love that shit. And I well, respect everybody that
0: gets behind the lens uh, in the films. It's yeah. that fucking uh, – shout out to John Garrett. He did the podcast art. For, he did the art – sorry. He did the art for this podcast that yeah. I was sitting on. Shout but out. it's his illustration that's like it's a snowboarder sitting flying solo on the chairlift. And it's a, it's a hand-drawn little line art thing. has got a little emoji face. And it's, it's like – is saying no matter how introverted a snowboarder is, like we all thrive on a social connection. And while it is like a fucking, I guess a really individualistic sport, but at the same time, I've never been happier snowboarding than I'm like than when I'm like with a crew of like solid homies. And I don't know, maybe I have the camera out, maybe I don't, but we're laughing and joking around. It's like it's, and yeah. Having well, a
1: good it's time. it's one of those sports that's like, it it could be like. The best time when you're just by yourself and it could be even better or worse when you're with a group of people it's like it, it's a very like self-oriented sport but at the same time it's also a very good be with a bunch of people also riding at the same oh time. yeah That's it's, facts. it's like best That's of facts. both worlds and it, like dude guys off I, a community and people yeah I, yeah I,
0: I can it. fucking I can see that every time someone who's riding solo, like, gets on the chair with us, or if I'm riding solo, I get in the chair with, like, someone else who's riding solo, where, like, all just, like, I don't, you know, I don't really want an awkward chairlift ride, so I'll try to ask them about who they are, like, what runs they're hitting and how their day's going, and just, like, one of the reasons why I love riding solo is because I get to meet the other solo riders and get to, like, you know, maybe I'm the first guy that day that, like, Ask them about what they're doing, and they get to share what they're stoked on, and yeah. it like I I see their face light up.
2: Why well, was it mentioned? Yeah. Uh, well, I mentioned this one time, like about like some people are like snowboarding and skiing, and, like it's an escape, and
0: oh, big that time.
2: like one little interaction, like what you just mentioned, it can make someone's day.
0: Like yeah, They dude. get up
2: there, they're having a bad day, or they're going through some shit, or like they're actually like really really going through some shit. It's snowboarding and skiing or anything they get away to get away. To yeah. you know, enjoy the mountain. Yeah, and you know, you guys probably have had this one-on-one oh. moment with someone. You probably don't realize, but like, they might have. Like, I've had some people that have said some shit to me, and like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've cried on the chair. I'm like, damn. Wow. Like, holy fuck. Like, wow. I, I think i just met the dopest dude I've ever met in my life. and it's like, like yeah. numerous times. And and, so, and they're like and the coolest people, might people think the ever. Same dude. About dude. us, like, or about you, you know? I mean, know? maybe, and,
0: maybe. Like, <laughs> I'm just hoping that. Like, the way I see it, it's like we're all, you know, snowboards or skis, beginner or expert, we're all sort of there for the same fucking reason, and it's to have a good time, you know, let loose a little bit, party a little bit, fucking fly down a snow-covered mountain on yeah. some sort of waxed-up plank of wood, and, <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's just uh the more Stoke, I don't know, everyone I run into at a ski resort is, like, ready for Stoke, you know, yeah. they're just, like, ready to get hyped up on yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. um but, like,
1: yeah, dude. Uh I, I've been well I've been in that shoe. Like I, I haven't like I've been having I've had very bad days where I and I get up there and then I'm like Okay, I'm up here finally, I'm like, having a good time. And I get on the lift. Like still kind of in a bad mood, but I'm like, at least I'm up here. And I, I get a conversation with somebody, and like it's like a genuine conversation. And I'm like, oh, this dude's hyped to be up here, so am I. And then, like it, and we have a good conversation. We get off like, yeah, you have a good, you have a good it day too. It shifts the like, energy a little bit. Yeah, way. it's like, oh wow, I totally forgot I had a bad day. Like I don't even care anymore. That's like this is I'm snowboarding now, vibes yeah. are up. Like everyone around me is having a good time. Like we're good. Dude, like
0: Stoke and, is so contagious.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pure the coolest thing. Yeah, it's not drugs. It's not like artificial. This is like pure like is raw It's raw.
0: Energy, like you're harnessing the raw positivity coming off all the humans, and it's just the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, like be laughing, you know. To I love being able to like get on a chairlift with a complete stranger and just be like laughing our ass off before we even get off about something. You know that doesn't happen all the time, but it's like when it's someone that uh you know is genuinely there and open to making a new connection like it's the coolest fucking thing
1: i think most people are too it's like i'm very i think most people want to like like talk but most people are, most people are scared of talking on the lift so like they miss out on that interaction of like amp and both of each other up but like you'd yeah. be surprised how I many people be talking on this chairlift they're they just they want to talk about it just as much as you do but they don't they're they're kind of nervous you know they yeah. don't want to sound weird well,
0: dude have you ever seen that video of it's like some sort of music festival over in eastern washington but there's like Like, some artist is performing, and, like, no one's... Everyone's sort of just sitting there, standing around, no one's doing anything. And then one guy just, like, goes up to the barricade and just starts, like dancing his ass off like all on his own and he's just standing there alone doing it and some people are like pointing and laughing but some people are like i'm like oh whoa what's going on with this guy what's up and then one other person joins (laughs) him and then pretty soon it's the bathroom it's the bathroom clause four eight (laughs) sixteen and out of nowhere dude he fucking like out of nowhere there's a crowd of like a Two, three hundred people all fucking
2: dancing around and having a good time. It's the bathroom clause, dude. It's the bathroom
0: clause. Like literally once you
2: see someone go to the bathroom and you feel comfortable to go. And then it follows through and it follows through. And I remember hearing about that's funny you brought that up because I was at a, a like a somewhat of like a concert festival thing. And it was. But you have to understand I was a little bit more um, intoxicated in a sense. and
0: Understandable.
2: But, uh, you know, I'm feeling myself. And I'm like, you know, I don't care what else. I'm vibing, you know, dancing. And, like, yeah. we're literally just dancing and everyone's just looking at us. And I'm like, I can just feel the eyes in the back of my head. Just people just like. Yeah. It's lame <laughs> and like, as hell. Whatever. <laughs> and then next thing yeah. I know, like, 20, 30 minutes later, I see, like, 10, people like, 20 people. And it ended up being to a point where, like, I actually had to, like, behind my way to get out of there because yeah. everyone's like dancing and I was like holy shit and like with yeah. with writing it's almost the same way as like yeah. you see out of I'd rather have one it was like I'd rather have one person be hyped up than four people than four people just sit there on a chairlift.
0: Yeah, yes exactly dude well like uh, one parallel like, I can share is like from when I used to play in a band in the music world like we played the kind of music where people would like you know, we'd want people to mosh to it and like jump around and like go nuts and like crowd surf and stuff. Yeah. And, and you see the exact same dynamic play out there. Um, I'll give you an example, like as w- not where I was playing a show, but as w- when I was attending one. What I would do would, you know, mosh pits start the same way. It's one guy just getting like hyped up to the music and like. Gently sort of Falling back Into the guy (coughs) next to him And then that guy Pushes him back And he bumps into Someone else And then Four people over there Start shoving people And all of a sudden It's like a whole Fucking pit That's how it happens uh, yeah, dude, that's how it happens. I thought They're there like, was like a okay,
1: and I start, all right, there's gonna be mosh here. Just like, and once this this part happens, then we're just gonna make a circle and everyone just go fucking crazy. I didn't no, know. it was dude. like, I'm, it's like a natural thing. That it's, just a, happens. it's like yeah. an
0: emergent phenomena.
1: I gotta show you this <laughs> it's one like fucking, a fucking black hole.
2: Well, I went to... <laughs> yeah, literally, I went to. Uh, I think it was like Volby and like Volby, Oh my god,
0: Vol- well that's like, that's like a radio rock band, but that's a band you'd mosh to. Yeah. For
2: sure. and well, <laughs> well, you have to understand like their music because like, I got a free ticket and like I liked like two or three of their songs. And I was like, they're kind of like great value, like Metallica. <laughs> like yes, you know?
0: yes. No, I mean, but, well, their their music's designed to be. Uh yeah. It's they write their music to sell records to like the stadium rock crowd, Exactly. For sure.
2: But I went to this concert, and I'm like vibing out and chilling, and uh, you know things start kicking in. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good. I'm vibing, and then they're like, all right. Split down the middle, and I was like, what the hell is going on? You know? Split down the middle, and like he, like he, I was so confused because I was thinking like hot dogs, like for some reason, like hot dogs. This, what, and he's like, split classic down Judah the thought. middle, down the middle, and I was so confused. I was like, what's this guy? He's going to go out and like perform? And then I happened to be like two people behind where the line started, and then like people are kind of like pushing, and there's like the people like on the front of these like middles, and they're like this, like holding people back. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm getting pushed.
0: And he, yeah. he, the guy on stage is probably, like, on the count of three, like, I want to see you tear this girl, shit up. It was, like, <laughs> the song was
2: going, and it was singing the song, and it's, like, one of those songs where, like, the acoustics, like, it's, like, he's slowly singing the words, he's singing, he's singing. It's, and and he, like, a build-up to, of, it's to a it. It's a build-up, and it's, like, yeah, <gasps> <gasps> and then, like, goes crazy, and then, uh, white boy me, let's go! Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, I didn't know. I got hit in the face, so then I start oh swinging, dude, just... Like this, and I get hit in the back, dude, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I just and then I hit a girl and Oh my god. Yeah. got but no, listen to this though. Listen to this though. She, dude, she's like, everyone's getting hit. It's like how moshes are, right? I didn't know what moshes were, because I'm like, 19 (laughs) right I'm 19 and I didn't know how moshes were and this lady was like tatted up probably in her 40s just like blacked out and I'm like oh shit and she's like doing this like thing oh
0: yeah that's that thing we call uh, crowd killing
2: yeah Yeah. she's doing that and (laughs) dude I kid you not she's just laying wood on (laughs) everyone she's like a helicopter propeller
0: we didn't my band didn't play the shows where people would crowd kill we specifically avoided those okay anyways guys I pulled up this video from back when I played in a band. This is a, a house party that we played in Bellingham, Washington, when I was probably 20 years old. We were the second band to play during the night, and this is the opening song to our set. Uh, I am right here in the middle. I sang and play guitar, and this is sort of our crowd we got going on. I'm Wait, gonna. This is you in the white. No, no, no. I'm in. I'm in a black t-shirt, but I'm sort of behind where the playhead is. I kind of see A little is. bit of like it's vague. No, I'll, I'll press play, and you'll be able to see it, but. You, you won't really be able to hear exactly what I say, but it's something along the lines of like, all right, on three, give me everything you got. And the way the song works is like the drum beat comes in and then this guitar riff gets going. And then literally I go up to the mic and go like, one, two, three, go. And I start, you can see it in this video, but I start jumping. My bassist starts jumping immediately with me. And then the whole crowd just starts fucking moving. Watch this. Uh, unmute, press play, volume up. Um, this is like my homie's living room in Bellingham, and then <laughs> one, two, three, up, and the whole fucking room just
1: Holy off their shit. feet. <laughs> There's a lot of people in that fucking house. Holy shit!
0: Oh yeah, the guy, the camera guy, pointed it at the ground because like the floor is like caving as the people are landing. There's oh, literally. My God. Well, there's literally like a hundred people in this o-
2: house. OSHA approved. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. But I dude. just brought that up to show you. It's that is like you know. If I don't know if there's any better way to. What like, the fuck
2: is up, Denny's? Yeah.
0: I mean, no, literally, <laughs> dude.
1: That was like that was our Denny's moment. Yeah. But yeah. that was like. Uh, it's crazy how much power. It's like like going back to that. It's like how much power an artist has at a at like a concert where it's like if there's music going and, like, they're singing a song, they can just be like, stop the music, but all right, everyone's stop. And, like, everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, like, once they're in the moment that, like, you are, like, in control of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: it's not not really control as much as it is, like, people, like, they just got off work. Maybe they're going through, like, a breakup or maybe, like, you know, their friends are treating them like shit or something. Everyone's going to that concert with, like, the hope in the back of their mind. They're going, like, oh, man, like – I hope this night's fucking cool, dude. Like, I hope it gets rowdy. You know, I hope that this is such a good time. I'll never forget it and stuff. And and literally all it takes is, like, people are in the crowd. They want to go nuts. They just don't know that it's cool, you know? And so what we figured out as a band was that if we go nuts first, everyone else in the room would follow suit. So, like uh, we yeah. had fucking people like crowd surfing and stage diving at every single one of our shows, like <laughs> oh, really? well Yeah, dude, we would fucking, uh, we would do things like we had an EP's worth of songs. And, uh, when we would play our sets, we were like kind of a smallish local band. And we knew that like, no one was really there to see us. They were really there to see like the big band. So we'd play, we'd design our, our songs for the live show. So, like, before we even, like, write the first riff, we sort of, like, start bobbing our heads and go, like, okay, like, what's a bouncy kind of tempo? Because we want the room to be, like, bouncing when the song kicks in. And then we start with, like, a bouncy tempo, and then, like... You
2: want the floors to cave in yeah, on you.
0: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'd, like, our, the way our shows would work was we would have, like, you know, we, we'd sound check and make sure everything's making noise, and we were all on wireless units, so we'd check, and then walk off stage and the lights would go down and we would play we had this like pre-recorded like intro set song thing that was like sort of a a mashup of like the viral memes of the week just to get like the crowd laughing just to like let loose a little bit like oh it's not some big serious thing and then then like our drummer would come out and he'd just start playing the bouncy fucking beat and then like sure enough everyone else would like Walk out, and then I'd walk up to the mic and go like, "All right, this shit's kicking in on three, and everyone in this room is jumping along with us. One, two, three, go! And every time, without fail, the room would go fucking nuts. Uh, and uh, we weren't that good of songwriters um, or musicians, but we were the funnest local band. You may shit and see. pop,
2: in. like that's the thing about yeah. like going to a, a song, like a, a, going to see an artist that like. Especially if they're young, like, yet you I wrote songs. Yeah, you were telling us you've I,
0: been I, on I, like a like music production podcast. Yeah, uh, even like
2: I wrote music for some people and stuff, and I loved it. And like I had myself like be like, I would ha- I would show my stuff to like certain people, and they would like, okay, this is good. The only thing is, you need the person. And that was like the issue. It was finding the right person. Yeah, You know, and that was kind of, like, where I was, like, struggling with. Because there's all these people, like, yo, let me make music with you. And I'm, like, yeah, sure. And, like, I made music with this one dude who, like, said he was, like, really about it. And I was, like, hey, listen, like, make the music. I don't care. Let's do it. But I want, I want this to be something that, I, like, I want this shit to be on the radio. Like, I don't want this shit that's, like... Yo, I was in my basement making a dollar with McDonald's trying to make, you know, I was like, yeah. no, like, get some shit that's like, high Spiritual, like, lyrical,
0: lyrical, like, Yeah, like, no. get some shit out there.
2: <laughs> And that was another thing, too. It was like, some of these people will be like over rapping. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'm you like, know, they're Don't... just,
0: they want to be Eminem. Exactly. But, like, you know, and Eminem's would, already Eminem.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and I would always tell them, like, and like, I would always tell them, like, I've gone to so many concerts, and you're like, mentioning that, like, kind of like, you want to go to an artist that you know, like, okay, this is like, and I've been to numerous. Like I went to an ASAP Mob concert. Oh, cool! And that dude. was bananas. Like I'm not even kidding. Like, dude, I went to like a Tech Nine concert one time, and that shit was nuts. It was like a, whole, a bunch of Juggalos and ICP fans, and like all <laughs> these, I'm like, dude, you guys are crazy, dude. Bunch of white people there, so like, this bound, to, it was bound to be nuts. But that was kind of like where I came from. I was like, yeah, I want music that's like gonna make you fucking jump through the roof. Let me put it like this:
0: music that's uh. Yeah. And like
2: (laughs) one of the things too was like I had to call and hit up a few like people that like made beats and I was like, I don't want no slow like. Like I want some shit that's like right off the dot. As soon as it comes in. High energy. The first thing, because the one thing that makes a song a song is the first thing that you hear and the first thing that's said. Yes. And like you can carry on with whatever. And some people usually skip songs after like. 2 minutes. Oh yeah. So it's like well, you the want to average, get them for that yeah. first 30 to minute and then kind of like connect with them. Oh, for
0: sure. Well, you actually want to do it within the first 8 seconds. Exactly. The pop artists yeah. know this, but there's like a fucking science to it where typically if you're writing a song and you want it to stick, um your hook will be the first thing that comes in and your hook can be vocals it can be drums it can be instruments but it's whatever's memorable about the song that has to come in first and then something in the song has something new has to happen every eight seconds or every eight bars. Yeah. Um, But you have to like, and and the pop artists know this, like you you listen to a pop album and it is like, it is like, if you know what to listen for, it is like on cue every eight seconds. There's something different or something new or Uh, like like a certain,
2: creative, like something that's creative, like, Oh, that's like something you've never heard before. Or like something you probably have heard before in like day to day lifestyle. And then they use it in a song, but they use it in a very, like, manner, position in the song, or how yeah. they put it in, like, the bridge.
0: Or, like, my favorite thing is when they fucking drop sections out. So, like, let's say, you know, the drums come in, and the song gets going, and then, like, the instrumentals comes in, you can kind of hear the hook, and then, and then like, the pre-chorus comes around, and it, like, everything drops but the drums and the vocals. And it's, you know, it's, they say some fucking cool line, and then... Like, your brain's just ready for everything to, like, snap back into place for the chorus and it's that sort of, like, dopamine reward of fucking, like, there it is. You know what I always told you know, people? You know what I'm yeah. saying, Cole? Yeah, 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 I know yeah. Exactly what you're saying, yeah. Have yeah. you ever uh, done anything
1: music-related? Is that
0: just me and Judah? No,
1: that's just you and Judah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like,
0: but I I yeah, I never... Well, we listened to that one friggin' KLOS session all the oh, way down yeah. from Bogusat once, Dude. and you were telling me about kenny something and his live streams or? oh
2: kenny yeah. beats yeah. oh dude oh, yeah kenny beats kenny in you?
1: the cave yeah yeah dude kenny beats in the cave he, he'll it's like a um it's like a it's a web youtube series where like a web show yeah web show where like he com- brings in an artist and then like the he'll he'll make a beat and he'll work with the artist about making the beat and the artist will like, oh, I want this beat, I want this, and he'll like he'll break it down live, but it's like in a certain amount of time.
0: Oh yeah, so they're like, like working within like a time
1: limit, yeah, like an hour. Like they have okay. like not, he has like no time to make it. He but does, like yeah, that's sam- he'll do
2: like samples and stuff too, right? Yeah, I yeah. I think yeah. I seen. I thought I thought I saw one where he like did a sample because I was about to mention oh, Taylor yeah. Swift. Yep. And then I was like, people always use samples, and I think he used the sample yeah. of one song. And that was like holy <laughs> shit. And I think that's a reason why a lot of people are famous because they use samples. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, well, a YouTube video. Yeah.
1: He'll be like, "Oh, okay, I gotta make a beat out of this YouTube video." And so like, he'll <laughs> <What>? "Only <laughs> use sounds from the video. <laughs> only use sounds from the video." That's fucking awesome. And he'll make a, a like a, a a beat, and then he'll be, have an artist go in there, and he'll be like, "All right," like the artist will be writing bars while he's making the beat, and then they'll go in the booth and they'll they'll rap it. And that's so. He's like, like Jay Cole's dude. Birds. Have you guys yeah. seen
2: that video? No. no. The dude. Birds, dude. It's a. Uh, it, it's the funniest scene because have you ever seen the, the skit on SNL where it's that old Italian dude and he's like we need more uh, triangle we need more triangle Oh yeah or he's cowbell. Like, oh, cowbell. cowbell He's like yeah. we need more cowbell <laughs> we need more cowbell and it's Wolf Ferrell he's like Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know but uh, there's a song and I want to say it was like uh, it was like one song by J. Cole it's like one of his biggest songs from 14 "Forest Hills Drive and this guy it's actually a really cool video and he like makes all his music and he like deleted it and he's like actually hold up there's part of that and like Chops it up, uses like some samples and stuff, puts it together, and J. Cole's like, Yo, that's fire. Yeah. Add birds. Add He's like, birds. What? And he's like, trust me. And there's a part, and the guy's like, the producer's <laughs> like... I
0: see why they say what they say about J.
2: Cole. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, yo, what the fuck? You know, and it said, J. Cole already was like, kind of like... <laughs> before he made 2014, Forest Hills Drive, he had like a few singles from the album that already came out. So they're like, this guy's already like... He's he's getting to his peak right now. Yeah. And I think he's still at his peak. And uh, he uh, he's like, I want birds, but like a silhouette of a bird. Oh my and God. And it's just like, kind of like, they like minimize the vocal of it. They like... They like uh they densified the sounding of it, so like kind of stressed it out.
0: It, sure, yeah. And
2: it's a trip, because like you play this song and you don't even hear it, and he takes the words out and he plays the song and he turns everything down and you hear the birds. Oh. And then he plays the song again and you hear the words and you hear the song and you hear the fucking birds.
0: That's fucking and it's nuts. Science.
2: Dude. I was like, yo, what yeah. the fuck?
0: So I've actually got these headphones back from when I used to be more of an audio nerd than I am today, but They're like they're in-ear monitors, so they like they're the kind you see musicians wearing on stage when they perform. Oh, okay. But they're like a universal fit, so you could uh, after the pod we I could show you guys this. But each headphone, each individual one, has five speakers in it. Each one has a subwoofer, two woofers, and two tweeters, and the point is. In each of the speakers...
2: Sound narration, isn't
0: it? Well, the, the point is that each speaker, because you're dividing the same workload by five, they don't have to work as hard to produce the same sounds. And because, like, you have, like... Subwoofers do the low end, woofers do the mid-range, tweeters do the high end because you're dividing the workload between you're like, okay, this speaker's doing like the low lows and that's like all it's doing and it doesn't have to worry about any other frequencies and then these two are doing the mid-range and this one's doing that part of the mid-range and that one's doing the other part and the same thing with the tweeters because you're dividing the workload so much none of the individual uh, drivers uh, have to work quite as hard to reproduce the sound. So, like, you'll put these headphones in, and you'll listen to, like, Beat It by Michael Jackson or just some some song you've heard a million times, and you will hear instruments and ad-libs and delays and reverb tails that you just had no idea were even there because the only time you've ever heard the song has been, like, through the radio or from a CD or through, like, not the best speakers and TV
2: music. (laughs) yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, well, there's like a whole, you know, as an audio guy, there is a whole like science behind, like you take an audio signal and you like compress it into a type of thing that can be communicated across a TV signal and you lose a certain amount of quality. Same thing with radio. So like, that's why like the audio nerds go hard for what they call uh lossless audio where, you know, I don't know if you know, but they'll get, like, a DAC or a digital to analog converter and, like, they'll only, they'll go and seek, like, not the MP3 files, but, like, the wave files from the artist, just, like, only the highest quality stuff, and then they'll run it through a DAC into some, like, nice headphones, and they'll, and they're, they're like, total fucking snobs about, like, yeah, this is the only way I can enjoy music. And I'm not trying to say be a snob about it, but, like, Man, there is a whole world of like high quality audio that like most people don't even know exists. I would love to share these headphones with you guys. If yeah, you know, I I want to actually, check them out. I want to. <laughs> yeah,
2: I want to try them out. Yeah, dude. I know exactly what you're talking about. But can I tell you some crazy shit? Yeah, dude. Today, this guy, uh, he he's in a band. He's like makes music. He produces music. He does like rock music. And mm-hmm. dude, literally, I thought he was like 33. He's like, oh, I'm 48. I was like, Oh my god, bro, you look good, bro. Like you look, freaking good for your age. And. uh so what do you do? He's like, oh, I just make music, you know. Like I, mean, I, I, and like, we left our computers on. Like, on, like we had to lock our computers when we leave the room, for sure, for security reasons. For sure. And like, you get put on the board and like busted. So you have to do a, a talent or like bring food for everybody in the in the class. So we're like, oh, don't get busted. And he ended up getting busted. And he's like, oh, I'm just gonna bring my guitar, like you know, and sings and like killed it. I was like, damn, that was really good, you know. And today, we're microwaving our foods next to each other. And he's like, watch this. And like has his phone out and he's like recording. And it's like three, two, one and does like the beep. But it's a really interesting like beep. It's like a melodic beep.
0: Okay. Interesting. And he's like yeah.
2: recording it. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's for the next sample that I'm going to have. I was like, <laughs> a microwave. He's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to flatten it out. Oh and I'm going to stretch it. And I'm going <laughs> d- to like make oh it more God. dense. So make it more like thick. I was like, really? And then he's like, Want to hear something really cool. I was like, yeah. So I'm going to show you a sound and try to guess what it is. And I immediately guessed what it was. And it was like a creaky park. It was like a creaky swing in a park. Oh my And he's God, like, dude. yeah, that's what it was. But it was the most like intriguing sound. I was like, play that again. Yeah. Play that again. I was like. Yeah, dude. That's something like Pink Floyd's like Blue Sky. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, for, it, that's what it gave me. I was like, have you ever heard that song? It's the whole album. The Wall is a really good album because a lot of it was like sample from like random sounds they heard. Like
0: interesting yeah like some record scratching that. or like some fucking like
2: record that like yeah, the glass exactly. tapping and then, then they just shit. started and then like it's like you know and then they started doing like other songs they like recorded with like their like Walkman or whatever you know and he was like yeah that's kind of what I do I was like that's freaking cool. And I was like, that's smart. Like, that is really cool. It's
0: it's interesting. It's that shit that made me fall in love with audio. And the only reason why I do it today is because it's not pandemic proof. Like, you you know, whatever work you do in sound is like, is tied to your ability to like meet up with other people. IRL. So yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, I don't know. I love audio. I'm, you know, looking at my computer right now and I'm literally watching the waveforms of all of us talking, like getting recorded into the thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to mess it up. Otherwise, I'd actually, I can just show you here. But uh, yeah, those red bars there, that's the fucking, like these guys. This is my channel. That's Colby's channel. That's Judah's channel. And that's. Like the peak and ve- the peaks and valleys. Which of like which one's mine? The, the bottom, bottom,
2: bottom one. Uh, bottom one yeah. Her hands all on my fade. That bitch popping that juice. <laughs> that bitch got Lisa and She balling Cheryl swoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's still kind of cool though. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, if
0: you wanted to make your waveforms bigger, you could talk closer to the microphone and louder. Lots um, of hey. like proximity too close? thing. No, no, no. I'll be able to go tweak all this in post. Like oh, I said, okay, okay. I went to school for this shit. So honestly, it's like this is. Infinitely tweakable because gotcha. you can volum- like Infinitely you can, what tweakable.
2: What is the word? Volumized? Volume? Normalized. So, Normalized? Yeah. well,
0: what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, as soon as I hit stop record, I'm going to normalize all this audio, which means that the computer is going to look at the highest peak on every channel and it's going to <laughs> set the you know, clipping ceiling to the highest peak. So, it's going to increase the volume of all this stuff. Um, to its maximum potential. Does and it then, flatten um, things out too? Well, it... That's the next part. I'm gonna run each channel through like multiple stages of compression, and what that does is it says, okay, like when the volume reaches a certain level, instead of increasing on a linear scale, so instead of increasing like for every three decibels in, it increases three decibels, it's gonna hit a certain point, and from that point forward it's gonna be for every three decibels in you're only gonna do one and a half decibels oh out. it doesn't so create the mountain. Sort of, yeah well it flattens out sort of the the peaks yeah. and stuff but kind of you can tweak it to like lift up the valleys and stuff and then and then I'm gonna do some other stuff to make our voices sound nice and juicy but gotcha uh, okay yeah I'm uh, yeah, <laughs> say that
2: again juicy juicy yeah <laughs> um, juicy
0: <laughs> give you a term to Google harmonic <laughs> saturation uh, oh, anyways Jeez, that
2: <laughs> is. <laughs> wild word. Well, that like,
0: is a nerd term for sure.
2: <laughs> I, I want to bring up, since we're talking about this, was like with writing and how. Oh,
0: please. But, let's get back to snowboarding.
2: <laughs> not, well, just because uh, what well, I was thinking about this today, actually, because me and him, we we're talking about like kind of like chopping it up and just like trying to like see what we can do with each other. Because I was like, dude, I know like. I, I what know, do you so mean by that? Just like making some music together. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, chopping it up. Like kind of like what see we can w- do with each other. Yeah. A- I know he's yeah. Where you going already? <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just crazy to think because like I uh, I was watching this video and it was like it was like a follow cam video, but yeah. it was uh, a GoPro and. It's really hard not to hear it, but you hear it, but you hear the, it's the GoPro wings. Oh,
0: oh, do you mean like the, uh, the fucking drone? The drone, like yeah. they're flying the, the I don't the know GoPro why I said GoPro, the drone. Yeah. The drone. And okay. you hear
2: the sounds, but then like the sound quality of it is so like clear that you can hear them. Like I think it was like a, like a half pipe or something, or it was like a big air jump. And you yeah. can hear the guy like. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> you hear the sounds. But you hear the, oh my
0: you god! Hear it, dude. But you also
2: the drone because it's flying behind him because that's like the new way of filming. It, oh yeah, because they'll the, get
0: like FPV drone pilots. They get to like fucking, they yeah. radar.
2: I once I found this out about drones is they radar like as a target like how missiles do and they're like the Yeah, military. Literally. They have like a yeah. target and they're like ah right, this is the target and it stays behind you like by like a foot two feet oh. and it's like clear like when they show it like when they're recapping the video and like they get done with their 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 vent. And they show them, like, they're looking at their score and it shows the video. You are literally, like, as close as we are. And that's how close the drone is. Oh! But you can hear. And here's the crazy thing I want to mention was the wind gust. So when you're flying, there's wind air that that breaks the plane of, like, volume. Yeah. And, like... You hear the the drone, you hear the the wind, you hear the guy gasping for air or, like, how he's trying to breathe. Or and grunting like,
1: or whatever when he lands. Yeah.
2: And then you also hear, like, the snow and the board, the... Sh- and it's crazy because, like, I'm deaf in my right ear, so I'm like... Oh, shit.
1: Yeah.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. I, So I, I'll just tell you this real quick. I have a deviated septum. So, like, grew up, like, yeah. really, like, unfunctional as a kid. And then, obviously, like, came a lot more acclimated, had a few surgeries, didn't work out, and then I started realizing, okay... I just think it my nose. <laughs> like, that's what it came down to. But like, also it's kind of created my ability to like, kind of like develop sound a bit more. And that was one thing about writing mu- Like I wanted to be a musician, but I was like, I can't be a musician if I can't hear well. And so that's why I started writing music. Cause you don't need ears to write music. You just need eyes and two hands. Yeah, yeah literally. You know? yeah. And so I started doing that. And then, I would like work with people and that was like my biggest pet people was like working with people who didn't know how to like get the right sound or right quality of sound. I'm like, yeah, dude, this isn't going to work out, you know?
0: Well, uh, not, I hate to switch gears here, but, but sort of like jump back onto the drone stuff. Drone tech is getting pretty fucking oh, yeah, crazy it, these Cole, days. You
2: got to scoot this way to fully see it because it's really like, yeah, it, the technology <laughs> of these things are, it's yeah. mind bending.
0: So what you're about to see is a drone called Skydio sky two, um, it's made by a company out of California. And this drone is powered by AI. It flies itself, there is no pilot. What, uh, you know, it'll show you in the video, but what you do is you put like a little beacon in your pocket and then it's got all these 360 cameras all over it. So, like, it can view its fucking, I'll just play the video. We'll just check this out here. Let me unmute it and uh, we'll get what? going
2: from here. Uh, Remind me, because I want to tell you something crazy about drones. Yeah, right after this video. I'm I'm gonna tell you some crazy shit. Yeah, dude.
0: So like this is what the drone fucking sees and it's like mapping out like flight plans and stuff and it just like follows you around. Um, SkyDO2 for anyone out there who wants to go check it out, but it's literally the drones flying itself. It knows where you are and where the beacon is and stuff. Uh Oh, we're getting some buffering errors. We don't have to like we don't have to shill for them like too hard on the pod, but uh, I'll just like skip ahead a little bit here, if the fucking buffering can handle it. Um, but yeah, this shit flies itself. I would love to mess around with something like this, like I don't know, I don't go out backcountry touring, but like
2: I'd uh, love to mess around with this on a can't, snowboard somehow. You can't do that, bogus. I know, dude. So stupid. My buddy literally. Almost got his pass cut because he was flying his drone, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And they're like talking about like,
0: oh well, yeah. I could it, be wrong.
2: I could be wrong about this, but um, the guy that like came up to me was like, "Something about like having a permit or some shit," and I was like, so lost.
0: No, dude, that's that's actually fucking true. Um, the way the whole thing works is, the FAA, the you know. I don't even know what it stands for, but the airplane guys, the guys at the federal government who regulate all the airplanes, the FAA has come out and said, okay, drones over this weight have to be registered with the FAA. And in order to fly them commercially, so if you want to fly them and you want to use the footage in a commercial way, um, you have to have a certain type of pilot's license. Um, so uh, Damn, it's like that's nuts. It's like a subsection of a pilot's license. It's not like the whole thing. But if you're like a video guy who like wants to get into drone shooting, you pretty much have to go and get a pilot's license to be able to like fly this thing. So, and then and then on top of that, like there is like geographically controlled land that like uh th- that all the drone companies uh talk to. Hey, Goose, thanks for joining us. My cat just Goose, everybody. What's so, yeah. up, Goose? He's a little slut. He shows his butt on camera all the time. <laughs> but, no, he's great. Uh, but, yeah, no, so, like, you know, the FAA talks to, you know, the federal government and all the landowners, and there's, like, con- restricted airspace that, like, you can't fly a drone in unless you have, like, a special permit. And to get the permit, you need, like, this special pilot's license. And, um, yeah, it, it can become, like, a huge headache but like, if you want to make a bunch of money shooting video, like, go get a drone, go get a license, go get a permit, and it's such a high barrier of entry that no one else does it. And you can like entry level charge like two fifty an hour for Whoa. fucking flying
2: drones. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's what they have at the marketing. The marketing team has in because like, yeah, I was so lost when he came up to me about that. And I was like, what? And then he's like, yeah, you can't fly that here. And I was like, we're just shooting like a video. And he's like, what's it for? And I was like for snowboarding like just like a follow cam kind
0: of thing and he's like no i was like what well i mean i'm sure he didn't whoops i'm sure he didn't like want to get into the specifics of it but technically like if you're like you're shooting a video for snowboarding you're probably uploading it on instagram and there is a legal argument there that says that's like self-promotion so therefore it's commercial therefore oh my gosh goose Goose. therefore you need a license (laughs) and a permit um so like I'm sure what it was is like this guy probably kind of like knew what's up and like didn't really want to have to like go into like an in-depth like explanation.
2: Yeah. But he kept it short. Yeah. <laughs> he kept it short. It was like, you can't do that here. And he's like, you, gotta have like a, you have to have a permit. And I was like, what? And he's like, what are you even doing it for? And we're like filming. he's like, yeah, no, and he's like, not even here. Don't do it here. And I asked him about that. And he's like, that's not up to me to judge. And he just walked away, and I was like, "Damn, okay." Well, like what we were talking
0: about earlier, like where you were saying, like Ski Patrol, like pull the dudes pass for like doing a backflip. I have such a love-hate relationship with Ski Patrol, where it's like, okay, I get why you're there, but like you're also the cops, you know? <laughs> like you're the
1: it's ops. just the, the <laughs> ops. The 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 ops. ops.
2: <laughs> Yo, why are the ops trying to get at me? The resort ops. <laughs> the <laughs> resort <dude>. ops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Facts, dude, facts. Dude, fucking, you know that at the end of Shaker's Ridge, how there's usually, there's usually, like, that steep part where they don't put any features, and then right below it, there's, like, kind of this hump yeah, that you yeah. can, like, launch off of. Uh-huh. They've started roping that shit off so hard and, like... Oh, yeah? Is shaving it worse? Down, oh, yeah, it's worse. This this thing, last, like, dude, I they shaved up? out the fucking lip of that very bottom one oh, with a really? cat, so it's just flat now, and then they put a rope... A gate like the entire length, so you have to like almost come to a stop and like go like around it. Oh just, man, dude, the lengths, the fucking they, obstacle. They've will always go have to. done that
2: down there. They actually did that because some kid like was like mobbing, couldn't stop, and then like because they say <gasps> they, they're oh that's
0: right. One then, guy's like, got to ruin it for everyone. Yeah,
2: but it was like a kid, and then just got like, smoked out, and then no, yeah. yeah, it's always one person. Yep, it's always one. The apple.
0: It sure is, I uh, dude. I was talking to uh my buddy. There was like it was me and my buddy Mitch, and then this one like random gal we ran into like sitting in the lodge having a beer, and uh, she was saying her friend got into ski patrol and like he was going to do it as a career, and I was like I was like oh well he either feels a lot of responsibility for keeping people safe or just really fucking loves skiing, and it's like I would so much rather have ski patrol actually feel like responsible for safety than. Just fucking guys who are just trying to get out there and ski, you know, yeah, and exactly. it turns out, you know, we eventually like we met the guy. He showed up at the table and he was like, no, dude, I just fucking love skiing. And I
2: was like, hell oh, yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck with it, yeah. yeah. My fiance got blew out and she, uh, she was like on the ground and she's like hurt. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm like, it was our anniversary. So I was like, okay, just sit there. Don't move. Because obviously when you get hurt. With any injury, just don't move. Just sit there for a second, if, like.
0: Especially if you're unsure yeah. and you don't know what's going on, don't try to do anything.
2: About yeah. So and I try and I always tell people not to move other people when they're hurt or anything.
0: Yeah, Because then you become legally ski, liable.
2: Ski Patroller came up like right behind. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" He you know, posted the pulls up. He's like talking to me and he's like, "Okay, what happened?" And I was like, "She just like hit a mogul and just ate it." Like we didn't. He goes, "Oh, what the hell?" And he like saw it. and He's like, "Oh, we're we're gonna fix this." And I was like. Yeah, I was curious because I come up here every year, and I don't know why there's moguls on this part. Like, there's never like what he's like. And he was a skier himself, and he's like, what happens is they create moguls. Yeah, it's, create it's a
0: naturally emerging thing where a, like oh, dude, you go left. It, it's from like turning left and, and right. Skiers will follow the same
2: pattern. Yeah, They'll follow the same pattern, and that's what creates it more and more of like a bump.
0: Yeah, you know? a more <laughs> exaggerated sort of gut to the mogul, and like as a snowboarder who. Doesn't like moguls. It's like, gosh, guys, can we not just you know avoid this?
1: Well, or? I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know they were naturally like they just happen. I thought like well, they people, they're kind of put there. Well, they no, do. They do. They dude. can't. They can't no create them.
2: So like, um, rest in peace to Speedy Peterson. He's the guy from. Speedy Pete. <laughs> yes, um, he committed suicide. Oh, like. <laughs> Uh, like a whole year after winning gold in the Mogul uh, Olympic event. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and, god, I would too. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm crucial. sorry, <laughs> but I'm yeah, so he, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's talking about like when he did the event and like how he like at Sun Valley, that's where he ride, you know, and that's where a lot of good riders ride is Sun Valley, you know, and uh, I guess it's a, b- a balding mountain and it's like a whole section for Moguls and then it's like, it literally tells you like, you know, like it's like, they have a name for it but like it's like mogul mogul mountain or something yeah shit. well it's like yeah. a, a whole run and there's like a whole like flat side to the run that's on like the one side so like if you want to get to that side you kind of have to like go through this like strip of moguls and i went up there and i was riding and i was like and at the time i didn't really care cuz i was young nimble my knees didn't feel the pain as they did today and so i'm like riding – and i go over there and i look to my left and I just remember this guy, Sweetie Peterson, um, he actually had a big plaque at Bogus too. And because uh, he used to, obviously, he rode all the mountains in Idaho. And, yeah, um, it sounds like a bit of a legend. Yeah, he was, especially in Idaho. But yeah, um, I just remember him saying like a lot of people will hit moguls just like to hit them, but they don't know how to hit them. And that's the issue with people not knowing how to ride. And he's yeah. like, you can ride and ride, but do you know how to really ride? Because
0: you got to go a lot slower and you have to like go through the crevices and like turn with the motor. Well, it's also right? about how
2: you, yeah, like when you, like like you mentioned the crevice and like how you land in them. It's also about like containing speed too. Yes. So like try not to get slow because the end of these events, there's a fat jump. Yeah, oh, a really? Of at, the, wait, at the, the mogul event? The, yeah, there's so the, a fat jump? Yeah, so it's like the one that everyone does. There's like mogul, mogul, moguls, like 100 a, like a feet. And then there's like a massive jump. And every single time, all these skiers, they they go up and they go like this. Like, oh. if it's before they hit the jump. Like, as soon as they're on the lip, like right there, they on the lip. And they're flying. Flying. Yeah, aerial. Yeah. yeah. Aerial and, they're, and they land. And then there's usually, I think there is two. I think you're right. There's two. Oh, shit. And they hit they land and there's moguls and there's another one and it's like the bigger one. It's like the one they do like the crazy trick. And he did a trick that no one could do. He was the first person to do it. And then yeah. Yeah. Damn, Pop- dude. Popped oh, that's himself nice. popped himself like a few years later. But well, I don't know, um,
0: mental health is a serious thing and hey man, I go to therapy. If you feel like you should, you should. I don't know. It's nice like oh, yeah. to talk 100%. to
2: somebody you don't know, especially somebody that's like qualified.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, like, uh, especially, uh, you know, I feel like, especially in the snowboarding community, especially with, when it comes to people who are sort of like seeking out escapism, like they're escaping from something, you know, and life ain't a cakewalk, it wasn't supposed to be, we've all got our demons, you know, so, like, I don't know, it's cool to talk about mental health, yeah, you know.
2: Bailey Yeager, the snowboarder out of, um, uh, he was a pro snowboarder, street rider, super bomb, and like dude was, like, up there. Like, he was getting to the point where he was, like, getting deals, getting sponsorships. He was, like, going off. Dude's good. And uh just, like, nobody checked out on, like, you know, people were like, yo, oh, it's right, it's right. But, like, he was also, like, you know, like you mentioned, like, facing demons and shit. And, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I remember hearing about it. I was like, damn, dude, like, this guy had so much potential. Like, and, like, that's what people, like, kind of misunderstood. Like, that was my fault was, like, This guy had so much potential. This guy had so much in the world to offer and he's just gone. And people were, like, this girl, she's like, actually, you shouldn't think it like that. You should just think that they are also just human. Like, they're, they also have, like, just like anyone else, like, nobody questions, like, their mental stability. Like, no one asks them, how you doing? Like, how you doing mentally, you know? And, like, it's not like a normal thing to go up, like, hey, how you doing? Like, are you good? You know, it's like, it's so abnormal in today's society, but then Like, my fiance, who is a social worker, who literally works with people who need help, and she would always tell me, you know, it's easier to say you want help than it is to go and get it.
0: Oh, dude. A hundred percent. Like, it took, for me, it was, it was like a whole, it was like a whole, like, mental breakdown I had, you know, big, big old existential crisis. And it took, like, I had to go to the brink before I was able to even admit, like, hey, I need some fucking help and it's a real thing like uh, I was talking to Jordan on uh, our trip to Brundage and she oh. was saying that at low tide there was some sort of like mental health clinic going on and i thought that was really fucking cool just some sort of i, I forget what it's called we're all mental yeah we're all mental
2: yeah it's uh lauren uh Rag, i can't say her last name like she, she has like kind of like a yugoslavian ukrainian last name okay but hell yeah. yeah she uh she started this thing and it was actually funny that you mentioned that because uh, i was gonna bring something about that because this girl like she started you know like advocating for mental health and like kind of just yeah. like just don't be afraid to talk to somebody like if it's okay like you're having a bad day you know like we're here for you and uh this one girl that like everybody i'm not gonna drop names but like if people do watch this video and they're like actually about the community they're gonna know who exactly i'm talking about for sure and uh and i'll tell you who after the, the podcast for sure yeah. We she don't started have to. like yeah just like dogging her was like and this is another woman and she was just like oh like she was pretty much just, like, talking shit about, like, this whole mental health thing and how it was no, a facade dude. and how it was, like, like, it's not real. Like, your personality is this and that. And Fuck that. I kind of was like, yo, what the hell? Like, that. that's not cool. Like, that's, like, talk about, like, supporting others. Like, that's not cool. It was though. the least supportive Why? thing
0: I've ever fucking heard yeah. of, dude. Yeah.
2: Especially in the snowboarding community where it's, like, we're all, like, we're all a big team here. Yeah, We're all trying to ride, but at the same time, we're all all teams.
0: This doesn't work without all of us. Exactly. You know, and, like, we definitely, like, in the modern world, we're so, like, we've got this flaw in our psyches where, you know, we look at Instagram, we see the highlight reels of all the good stuff of what everyone's going on. You don't see any of the negative stuff, and... Fucking, you compare your own life and your own sorrows to like everyone else's highlight reel, and it's so easy to wind up feeling, like, it, it, to feel, to wind up feeling down and to feel inadequate, and like, oh, like I don't have. Look at how much. Look at this cool thing they're doing over there. Like I, and that kind of like, stuff. Like, oh, they're doesn't out traveling,
2: snowboarding. Like, they're out doing this. Like, damn, I wish I was. Right, you know.
0: but and, like, what you don't see is like they're fucking struggling too, just like exactly. the rest of us, dude. And yeah, uh I, man, it's I love like. That. Th- these stories i hear of like people taking their own lives is heartbreaking every time cuz they're it's the same thing it's like you know uh so and so was feeling so uh y- you know isolated and alone and just fucking you're not alone out there is what i'm trying to say um we've all got our fucking struggles and uh you know i i for one can admit that like y- you know there've been plenty of low points in my life and I'm thankful for you homies and every yeah. fucking homie he's out saying, there. Man. That, like, honestly, yeah.
2: I'm thankful for, uh, and actually I wanted to thank you specifically Kobe, um, and obviously you as well. But um, you really, you kind of are like paving that way right now as a black snowboarder. And I really, really love that because my nephew and I were talking on the phone the other night and he kind of broke down. And he's like, it's not fair. Like, I want to go, like I want to ride. And, you know, and I was like, Dude, you, you, you're gonna ride, like, I promise you, you know? And he's like, this isn't fun, like, this isn't fair, like, I'm not doing things that I wanna do in my life because he's like, I'm young, and I have so much potential. I'm like, dude, you are, you know? And he mentioned you, and I was like, yeah, man, like, we, everybody is always supporting you, you know? Yeah. No matter where you are, like, you are supported. And, like, go, and he even talked about how you guys, you know, went riding together one time, and he was like, dude, I loved it. It was so awesome. And, like, the fact that he got to meet, another black snowboarder, he felt so opened and he felt so loved.
0: Yeah. And he, that's fucking rad.
2: And it made me kind of ch- choke up because I was like, damn, like, I thought, like, me being his uncle, like, taking him out, like, I thought, like, I showed him the world like Aladdin, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like, I thought I exposed him <laughs> For and sure. he was just like, no, like, and that's how my buddy DeAndre would say, he was like, there isn't enough like it's not diverse enough in this in the state, and I'm like yeah, I yeah. agree, like it isn't diverse. Like yeah. it is getting up there, but it's not as diverse as it should be. Yeah. And Kenny, like he he's like talking about it. He's like you know like it was really fun riding with him. It made me feel so open and comfortable, and like I could fall and get a cackle out of it, get a laugh out of it. Whereas like he could ride with somebody like some of his friends, or like some of my even with some of my family, like, he'll fall and he won't. And I remember him telling me this because he would say he's like sometimes like I don't I don't want to fall around you guys because I feel like. Like, I don't want to, like, slow you down. Yeah. But, like, he was riding with us this last Saturday, and he like, ate shit, laughing it off, and it made me, like, happy, and I was talking Dude, about hell that. yeah. And I was like, dude, like, hell you really, yeah, like, man. are doing, you're exposing your limits, and you're showing yourself, and I love to hear that. And, like, And I was telling him, I was like, I'm going to see him on Monday, I'm going to tell him that he said that. Dude. And, like, and he loves, and he really, really loves the fact that he's gotten to meet another, like, an actual black snowboard that he can get along with. Yeah. And, dude about, hell yeah man you know <laughs> it really it really is like and it made me choke up and i was like damn like this kid is so freaking good and he he's is a good dude. kid and yeah. i'm like you know i'm telling you like if you hit him up you hit anybody up like it depends on who they are but if you hit colby up he's gonna be like yeah let's ride, dude no <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> that's crazy
1: because like it wasn't like see i i i like saw him and we rode for a little bit it wasn't that long but like I'm like, I hope, I hope he feels a little bit more inclusive. Yeah, he's the first black person I've ridden with, ever. And so like, really? yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. Holy Cause like, shit. I've yeah. had this this exti- this thing where it's like, yeah, there's not like black snowboards, and I've kind of had to like come to terms with it. Like, yeah, I guess I'm just like around I here. Just it's, out it's, here. Yeah, I'm just out here. Like, it, it's not a big deal. But like, riding with him, it like definitely like. Felt like different. I was like, "Oh, okay." That's why Russell
2: Winfield. Um, if you guys know who he is, Russell Winfield. Oh, you know, dude! No, no. He, <laughs> I, ha- I know you know. Yeah, he uh, he has a really cool uh, interview with um, these guys, and he's just talking about like, because like they kind of like trying to like, just kept asking about like his like race and like his you know like him riding as a black snowboarder and they're like, and he kind of was just like, I, he like answered the first two questions, and then kind of was like, "Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it," yeah. and then he was just like, but also at the same time like. I just want people to feel comfortable without, like, being exposed in that way. Like, I want people – and, like, I think this guy's name is, like, Devin Sean. It's, like, other kid from, like, Minnesota. And dude's, like, a 17-year-old kid. And he said the same thing. He's, like, love it. I want to ride with other black snowboarders. Yeah. but I also don't want to be, like, constantly pestered about being a black snowboarder. Yeah. I was, like – Yeah. I, that's, re- I respect that. That's I, the
1: thing. It's, like, I totally, like, am with it. It's, like – I've hit a point where it's like when I started snowboarding more and more and thankful to Instagram, and social media, it's like, I, I see them. Like I'm following all the black snowboarders. I know what's happening. There's a change. Like there's a shift. It's culture shift. It's happening, but it's very slow. So like I, I'm more comfortable like going out up there now than I was like to say two or three years ago where I was like, I felt like I'm like an alien out here, but like there's it, there is a like shift happening and I know it's going to take time and just seeing Kenny, like riding with Kenny, it's like that's right there. It's like he's coming out, he's riding, and like I've never been with a black snowboard before. And it's like it's happening, and like yeah. I see more black skiers out there. I look around the resort, I see a lot more.
2: Dude, is more it appropriate like,
0: for me to do a cheers to that? Oh, dude, no, like, yeah. what, what the fuck,
2: yeah, hell yeah, was, <laughs> no, dude, And I wanted to mention, yeah. not just like in the black community, too, but like my best friend, you know, he he's a Hispanic guy and he rides, and I, he was like, dude, I want to get more out there, like, I want to ride it, but like. Mexicans don't like the cold and i was like yeah bro but like that's why we're jackets like come on man yeah yeah, let's get you a jacket but he's from from, you know down in mexico and he's like i want to ride you know i'm like dude let's do it and then i was talking my buddy Danny, and he's like and he's also hispanic and he's like it's so cool to see like another hispanic person and then a buddy of mine who i work with who also works with kenny jesus him and i were chopping up today and i was like I love the fact because he posted on Snapchat. It's like day number twelve, day number thirteen, day number fourteen. Yeah, and I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I fucking love that. That makes me because it's one. It's showing the community that we as snowboarders accept everybody. Yeah, yeah, and, literally. And like even like the gay community, the LGBTQ community, yeah. the the even like the dis- the the disabled. Um, what's it called? Like amputees, like amputees yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. like I have a story about a guy who's an amputee, but his. You're story all and,
0: fucking welcome in yeah, our ranks. Yeah, they're all
2: very welcomed. Yeah. And actually, we'll just get straight to the point. This guy um, was shot by the Boise Police Department twelve times in his back, <gasps> off of trying to grab his wallet, and lost his leg. And uh, I oh
1: was my like, because
2: I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, like, uh, if I may ask, you know, my niece has my me, my niece, who's Native American, lost her leg from cancer. And so I was like, I'm curious. Like, I just wanted to ask, you know, nothing personal. And he's like, No, yeah, like, ask away. And I asked him. And he's like, Oh no, like, it wasn't like military. It wasn't like sickness. Was it was got pulled over. Like, I had a, kind of a, a rap for my name. You know, at the time, I wasn't like the, I wasn't a saint. And I uh, said, he was like, obviously, they checked his license they knew who he was They were obviously like getting prepared and I went to go pull his wallet out and just popped him in the back 12 times that's and, fucking heartbreaking or, uh, I think it was dude. a lot more than that but um yeah he rides and rides one leg and I was like and he owns a gym and I'm like dude holy shit and I was like that made me so like I felt I felt good because my niece she's like I want to ride and she met this one girl who I know personally who is also um, is an amputee And she rides on skis. And she does the one ski and she can do two skis. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking sick. That is so beautiful. It's amazing. And I was telling my niece the same thing. I was like, you're you're welcome to no matter where you're at in the sport and no matter what you're doing in the sport, if that were to be – the 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 I think like the new like the bike the skiing the snowboarding the uniski the you know like no matter where you are on the mountain you're always gonna be loved you're respected and you're you're open to arms
0: yeah, yeah. dude no matter who you are you're fucking welcome out dude. there yeah and that that's you know. so
1: like cool okay that that that, yeah. that like literally makes my day cause. I, I didn't I didn't know if there's if he felt anything about it about me mm. being black and we're both riding together like I didn't know I, I was like if he does cool that's awesome Cause guys, I feel awesome because
2: you but. guys kind of both come up from the same pot, you know you guys both grew up in Idaho you yeah. know like Kenny you know. You know, like, he would always be, like, pestered and always, like, yeah. all his white friends always, like, trying to, like, make jokes and yeah. shit. And, like, he would be, like, oh, that's funny, you know? Like, yeah. And that's all my other boy, my buddy DeAndre, is he, like, they'll, like, a lot of my friends, like, some of his friends, like, they'll make, they'll crack, they'll crack a few and they'll be, like, trying to talk shit. And he'd be, like, okay, and, like, for other, like, the first couple of times they were funny, but, like, don't think that just because I laugh once or twice with it doesn't doesn't make it does yeah, it make dude. it like I like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, literally. As a no. former, you know, this is not equivalent at all. But as a former fat kid, like the first few jokes, they're like, sure, they're funny. But it's like, okay, but like get the a tenth little repetitive. time, the fifteenth time, do we really need to? Yeah, but yeah. dude, that sucks. You guys have had to deal with that, but that's fucking rad. Like, how cool is it that you, you know, now you're here. Dude, yeah, and no, that's the like,
1: fucking Yeah, we we both came up with like sh- people giving a shit about like being black, or whatever. It's just part of being in an Idaho, and I kind of accepted that like a long time ago, and like. Because, like, one of the main reasons why I love snowboarding so much, I came here, and it's, like, people don't really focus on that. It's, like, we're all, like, you get every walk to life. Everyone's dealing with shit. Everyone's, like, kind of, like, outcasts or whatever. So, it's, like, the last thing I care about is if you're black. Like, it's, like, we're all here to ride. Like, exactly. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I never – that's the thing like – never really gets brought up around you guys like about whoever, whoever i'm riding
2: with it's like yeah, yeah. We're just here to shred. Like, well i'm
0: fucking glad we're bringing it up on the show yeah. and putting it out on the internet like and people I,
2: gonna see this and they're gonna see it and they're gonna feel welcome and they're gonna feel really like holy shit like these yeah. guys they're not saying it to say they ha- they're saying it because it's a relevant situation and especially in america with all the hardship that's been going on for yeah. the last 100 200 plus years like the whole history a bunch yeah. of shit like women dude like like some w- some women in other countries can't even be able to drive a car. Some women can't even, yeah. like, speak, you know. Oh, a lot can't,
0: like, like, leave their house without exactly. being covered head to toe, exactly. you know. like yeah.
2: And so, like, that barrier is broken, and, and especially here in, like, riding-wise, it's like, like, I watched this video about the skier girl, and she, uh, oh, no, she was a swimmer, and she was, like, the first Muslim swimmer, and... People were like giving her shit, like, oh, why'd you have to make, why'd you have to put Muslim in front of it? Why'd you have to, sh-? and she's like, we like, gotta
0: celebrate. She's that. like, yeah. it's my
2: culture. That's who I am. Yeah. And people kind of like misunderstood. They're like, why do you gotta put race into it? It's like, well, it's cause that's what means everything. It's her tri- it, Yeah. It's like, it's her triumphs. You know, it's like everything that she's gone through in her whole life. They're actually, I think they're making a movie. They just made a movie about her. And like everything that Fuck she's yeah. gone through in her life and now she's out, she broke that barrier. She's made it possible for every young girl in certain parts of the country to be like, wow. Well,
0: that's someone to look up to. I that's can look, like yeah. a hero, you know, that's that's like someone they can see and be like, fuck yeah, that I can do it too, you exactly. know, and that, you know, if anything, that's the kind of feeling we should be fostering. But yeah. fellas, it's probably that time of night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this has been the Case to Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and on Patreon. Uh, you know, I my name's Jake. It's at jake.hotch uh, out there on all the social media
1: platforms. Uh, Colby, any plugs, my man? I am Colby, a skull cough. Uh, my IG is OSKO, Osco, underscore, underscore. That's, that's it. See you on the next one then, huh? Yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. yeah, brother
2: and cool. Judah. Cool. <laughs> Trap and goo up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Party
2: doesn't start without a little J in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell
0: yeah. Okay. All right. That, that That's probably good then. We will be back for the next one.
1: Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.